Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits in the Car Edition. This is Brian. And Andrew. And I guess I already said it, we're in the car. Yeah, we're on our way back from yet another marathon barbecue road trip. Finally got back up to an area that we have not been to in far too long. And it's been an area that's got a very quickly growing barbecue scene. Then that is uh, Fort Worth, Dallas area. Um, it's, we've talked about it in earlier episodes, and we've been trying to get our way out here, um, looking at you know just trying to get the logistics done is always the hardest thing for us. Um, you know, Austin is just a little bit easier to get to. Dallas, Fort Worth is a little bit harder to get to. Not as bad as you know going outside of Texas or to West Texas, of course. But um, just trying to squeeze it in with all of our road travels and road trips and everything else. And then of course. The, the scene is just booming, and so it means that we have got to do a lot of stops, so we've got to plan all that with the master expert itinerary maker, uh, Andrew, and uh, we pulled this one off. We hit five stops over the period of two days, um, almost sort of squeezed in a sixth stop, but uh, just a little bit too late for uh, to cut it there, but um, tremendous amount of food, lots of great food, and, you know, I'll say it, you know, congratulations, Fort Worth especially, that's where we focus most of this trip. Uh, congratulations Fort Worth you guys have some quality barbecue out there and you did have some before but now it, it, it's just so it, so volume voluminous yeah that there's more and there's more coming which is the really exciting part is it's already been growing and it's only going to get better for you guys over the next year or so as more of these places become go from trailer to brick and mortar or or open brick and mortars in general let's let's start at the beginning of the trip we yeah, you know, and we, we will talk about car, we do us. Yes, we got on the road. We drove through a freaking monsoon. <laughs> some of us slept. Yeah, that wouldn't be me. <laughs> but, but yes, we we got on the road really really early. Um, we left Brian's house at five fifteen in the morning, and headed on up to Dallas. Our first stop was a place we'd been, but it's been quite a while since we've been, and that's Cadillac Barbecue in. Dallas, the Farmers Branch area, the number three in the Texas Monthly Top 50 list, uh, the most recent one, 2017. And we had been there once when we were doing the whole passport research, you know, shortly after we launched the show, but we hadn't been back in quite a while. So we wanted to get back, and especially the opportunity to be there on a Saturday was was a really cool thing. And so once a month, usually it's the first Saturday of the month, but. Um at the Red Dirt Barbecue Fest, which Cadillac participated in, pushed it out by, by an extra week. But So you always got to watch social media for when these events happen. But first Saturday of every month, they do usually do a whole hog there, and it's been a tradition at Cadillac for quite some time. Uh, they use the same pits that, that Sam Jones uses and several other people, BK, BQ Cookers. Not BK, it's not Burger King. <laughs> you cannot have it your way. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, BQ Grills out of BQ Elm Grills. City, North Carolina. Um, they build, I believe, all of Sam's mobile pits that that he takes to uh, festivals. And, and you've seen a lot of people that are getting into whole hog are buying them as well. Um, they're really functional pits. Uh, pretty pretty straightforward design. Um, it's got that nice arm that you can flip the hog with. Um, and Cadillac has several of them. Yeah, it's really cool little pits. Um, the other thing that Cadillac does on Saturdays is what's called uh, Pitmasters and Punch. 
and it's a, a little sit down, no, stand up, I guess. It's a little stand up with Todd David, and he goes over any questions that you have around cooking barbecue. It's like a mini barbecue class, free of charge, and it's, it starts at 9 a.m. Uh, before they open. Yeah, it's, it's a really great opportunity. It's really unique. I don't know that of anyone that's doing this uh, on any sort of regular basis. Um, but yeah, uh, the first Saturday or the Saturday that they're open every month, Todd will stand out there for about 30 minutes or so, and you know, everyone can ask him questions about cooking, pits, proteins, you know, trimming, seasoning, all sorts of things. Um, he, you know, we, we heard a lot of questions that we often get asked. You know, it's in a lot of a lot of basic stuff because there's a lot of people there that may not have ever cooked a brisket before, and so they may want to know the basics. And, and yeah, and that's it's a great opportunity to learn from someone who's obviously at the top of the game. You know how to. You know how to take those take those chances of what's the best way to start or what you know or things like that, and and I'm sure he gets the same questions a lot. Actually, we know he gets the same questions a lot because we talked to him about it. But he will he'll go through. And he's very patient and answers all of them. And if if he's got specific like books or reference materials that he thinks would be good for you to use, he you know he he recommended quite a few things to different people, and they're asking about different proteins or pits or what they should be using. So. It's a, it's a great opportunity if you're looking to get some more barbecue knowledge. Um, and then, you know, obviously when you're done with that, you can go and eat some Cadillac barbecue, which is what we did. And great barbecue there. Um, you know, obviously we had the whole hog with some cracklings on it. Um, really good. Always good to see it in Texas. Like I said, he's been doing it for some time. Um, the first time we were able to get a hold of it because we last time we ate there was on a Friday, I think. Yeah. Thursday or Friday. I think it was a Friday. Um just ate, ate a ton off the menu there. Um, some of the other proteins they did, they were doing a beer, bacon, and beef sausage. That was pretty good. Um, what else did they have? Uh, they had a pork steaks, which is something you, if you've listened to our show, you know how much we love pork steaks. And he called these uh, St. Louis style, I think. They were they were mopped with a sweet, I, I called it a glaze or a sauce, but um, he corrected me. It's more of a mop, um, but it, it was a sweet coating on it that's, that I hadn't had in pork steaks yet. Um, so it stood out on its own just because it was different, but it was also great that they were cooked perfectly. Yeah, and then cooked on those BQ grills, the same ones you know that they cooked the hog pit on, so still direct heat cooked, which is the best, and in our opinion, the only way you should be cooking a pork steak is over some sort of direct heat. Um, we had a lot of the menu, and Cadillac has gotten its reputation for a reason. I mean, there was not a bad thing on that tray. Uh, you know, we had, like I said, four or five different proteins, um, we went. We tried to go lighter on the sides. The crack cake we had to get. Um, it was a heck of a crowd <laughs> for a rainy Saturday. We we weren't ex- exactly sure what to expect in terms of what the uh, what what the gathering would be like. But there was there was a heck of a crowd out there. And one of the things that we noticed about Cadillac, and we noticed the first time, but it was really cool to get some, spend some more time there. Uh, on the walls, they've got lined with all sorts of different things from pictures of different people and barbecue pit masters that Todd has looked up to, to uh, even war memorabilia. And a uh, little tidbit we didn't know, um, but Patrick Fegis let us know, uh, one of Patrick Fegis's patches from his uniform is on the wall at Cadillac Barbecue. That's kind of cool. Yeah, something obviously, um, you know, we, we like exploring these buildings, new or old, you know, and take time to go and look at those pictures. Um, you know, one of Robert Lerma's famous, uh, the, the picture of the barbecue sign with the clouds behind it, that was up there. And, and as Andrew mentioned, numerous pitmasters from across the U.S. 
Um, and I, I believe um, uh, the Beast Paris was up there as well. Uh, so from around the world, around the world. Yeah, no, that was really cool. We, we had a great time at Cadillac, and you know, eight eight took our time there, and then uh, we, we had to hustle because we knew we knew we had to be on a pretty tight schedule for this one. Uh, we have some really exciting episodes coming out for you guys from this trip. Uh, we will go ahead and, I mean, it's no secret, we'll tell you. We've got an interview with Todd David from Cadillac Barbecue that you'll be hearing in the coming weeks. We also have an interview with Panther City Barbecue with Chris and Ernie. And we have an interview with Joe Zavala from Zavala's Barbecue that we're really looking forward to uh, to letting you guys hear that. They've got some great stories and just hearing how each one of them got in the business and what they're doing now. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We we got to spend a lot of time with some really great people. So um, having all those interviews scheduled, we, we were trying to also eat everywhere in between then. So we, we hustled from Cadillac and we went straight to Zavala's Barbecue in Grand Prairie. And this was a, this was a neat little treat. Um, old building, I think from the 1940s. Yeah. Formerly a, a drive-in restaurant, so it has it has some very neat, not quite Art Deco, but some very neat architecture to it. Um, Grand Prairie is experiencing a sort of revival of their downtown, and so they're on the cutting edge of that. So it's it's a really nice vibe coming out of this joint. Um, not terribly small, not terribly large, kind of just the right size, and uh, really good really good plate of food there. Yeah, what really stood out to me on that tray was the peppery brisket. We are really big fans of really peppery brisket. And one thing trend we've noticed over the last couple of years is when we first got into Texas barbecue, when we first became really passionate about it, we were eating a lot of really peppery briskets. And a lot of places kind of dialed it back a little bit on the coarseness and even the amount of pepper used on the rub. But Zavala's does not hold back. They, they, they go all out on the, on the peppery bark. And it was, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, a, a number of proteins on there. I mean, barbacoa was great. Um, they do a, a dish called a taco called the sloppy Juan, yes. which um, is a mix of it, it's brisket and pork, and sometimes just whatever they have left over, um, which is not a bad thing at all. Uh, but instead of a sloppy Joe, it's served on a tortilla, and then they they mix kind of you know they wouldn't tell us the secrets, but um, they mix the sauce. It's kind of a, a salsa and barbecue sauce combined, and it re- worked really, really well. Yeah, it was it was a really good tray of food again. Like we we're, we're, we were already excited to go to Zavala's because we had heard so many really good things about them, and it definitely did not disappoint. And uh, they do house-made sausage there, and there's a sausage called the Pizza Pepper Sausage that you'll learn about in an upcoming episode. I won't spoil it, but uh, Pizza Pepper Sausage, which was really good. And they had a great banana pudding there as well. Zavala's was definitely a, a really, really strong version of the classic Texas dessert. So up next from Zavala's, we're trying to make it before these places run out. Um, we hustled over. We met up with Josh, also known as Pops Post. Yes. Um, at Zavala's, and yes, we he was kind him. enough to hold to uh, hold our spot in line until we got there, and we got there right before he was about to order, so it was perfect timing. Yeah, and and from there, I mean, we we hustled, hustled, hustled. Um, down the toll roads, over to Panther City Barbecue. Yeah, we we got to Panther City, which has been on our list for a long time to get to. And speaking of lists, 25 best new barbecue joint list came out from Texas Monthly in uh, late April. And they were one of the 25 new. And since then, they have experienced an even bigger 
rush of people coming to try them. And so they've had some, some pretty early sellouts because they, you know, supply and demand. They, they can only supply so much, and there's a great demand. So we got literally the last brisket of the day there, um, and we got, well, and a bunch of other stuff too. And it was, I mean, it was a quality tray of, tray of food, and the, uh, the thing that stood out to us on this tray was the brisket loaded elotes. Yeah, a really good dish. Um, essentially, it's cream corn. It's loaded cream corn, but it has the cotilla cheese, um, cilantro on it. Uh, it's it's an entire meal in itself, and it, it's a unique bite. It was really good to see. Yeah, no, it was it was it was really good. And again, we were at this point we knew we had to be back at Cadillac for our interview, and so we're, but we really wanted to get to Dane's because uh, if you're not familiar with Dane's Craft Barbecue. Uh, he's been doing pop-ups in the Fort Worth area and is opening a brick and mortar. His stuff looks really strong. His his food looks darn good, and so we originally met up with him. I think at Brett's Backyard Barbecue. Yep, yeah. and and so we were excited to get over there, but didn't know if we'd have time. And John Brothers into the rescue. Yeah, I I can't speak uh, enough to John and and Dane as well. So. You know, poor poor Josh is trying to keep up with us because we're right. hustling back and forth, crisscrossing and backtracking and double backing. And let's not forget Brenda. Yes, and, <laughs> and so um, you know, John John Brotherton and Brenda were, were kind of the line was out the door and around the building, um, and John and Dane had, had gotten a tray of food for us and, and set it aside. As soon as we came in, it was ready. Um, I think John said we spent 3.2 seconds there. Uh, um, I, I, we could have just left the engine running. We were there so quick. And, and it, it, it is a disservice to uh, folks like Dane that are busting their ass to spend such a little time. But we, we really, we were on a, a severe time crunch. We didn't even think we were going right. to be able to get there at all. But you know what? Dane had plenty of people to take our spot. My oh, gosh, what a yeah. line he had. I mean, that was that was crazy. I, I, it was one of the longest lines I've seen at a pop-up this side of John Brotherton. <laughs> and Brotherton's lines and his pop-ups were legendary. But yes, Dane had a, an incredible crowd, and I'm sure he served a lot of food, and he sold out pretty early. But we were able to try a little bit of it as we you know, ate and ran, literally. Um, the, Texas, Texas Trinity? Yes, we, yeah, we had a, a, a really good pork rib, um, a little on the sweeter side. We had the uh, berry and gouda sausage, which yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was so. The, the other food was great. You know, yes, I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, we're not bypassing the other food, but um, what really stood out to us is, is one of the more unique sausages, and it, it seems simple when you when you look at the concept, but um, it played really well, and it was a blueberry and gouda cheese sausage. Yeah, it was good. I mean, the it, you know, you're you're kind of unsure of just the combination of. Wait, do I want berries in a sausage? Yeah, when they're done right, I guess yes, you do. Would be the answer to that because this was done right. It had just a, you know a hint of the sweetness and the tartness from the, having the berries, but it, it was still a savory sausage, and it was good. It was like I said unique, and we're all about unique when it's done well, not unique just for the sake yeah, of being. Not, unique. not over the top. Don't load right. this up and make it a blueberry pie. Right. I don't want yeah. blueberry muffin sausage. But Which is afraid. That's exactly. Uh, what there's probably one coming. Yeah. <laughs> but this one was done really well, and we're excited for the future for Danes. Um, he's he's well on his way to what I think is going to be a successful venture. Yeah, just just more great barbecue out in Fort Worth. Um, let's go ahead and get to the evening festivities. We were we were we went to uh, Petacola's Brewing um, and met up with a crew, and that was uh, we well our our buddy Pops Post Josh met us out there again. Um, we met up with your buddy Chris who. 
If you if you are a long, long time listener of the show, you might remember Chris. Chris was with us on our one of our very first little adventures in Las Vegas, the episode we did with Jesse Ray's barbecue. Chris was with us for that. And Mike Mike Ross out at Jesse Ray's yep. and that was that was a, a very eventful trip and good food and good yes. times and uh, Chris has Chris has been eating barbecue um, before that but we've met him at a couple of the festivals so right he's kind of one of our secret outposts that we have and yep um, he'll go out and try some of the barbecue and give us some some of the some of the info yeah, I mean, on we it. met him a couple of times along the passport trail um, so he, he was with us and Leslie was with us your your lovely bride who has allowed you to have on, this on Mother's, Mother's Day, Day weekend, weekend barbecue yes. road trip <laughs> without murdering you so yet <laughs> yes yeah we have, we're, we're still on the way back you never know um and then we were met by most of the goldies crew yeah so dylan lane and jalen from goldies met us out when and we had uh, had some brews and shut the bar or shut the brewery down and uh, we were just around the corner from ferris wheelers and it's <laughs> one that ferris wheelers barbecue is named because they have a ferris wheel in in the back and it's a it's that you know backyard style barbecue it's got a pretty cool little vibe um we, we you know we were told they got they have food until i think 10 o'clock and yeah well we thought we were hoping midnight. they had they were yeah they're open till like midnight or so but we were hoping they still had food till midnight so we got there a little after 10 and unfortunately they weren't serving food anymore so we weren't able to fit in yet another barbecue stop uh, but we we hang out and had some more beers with the same crew followed us over there so we uh, we had a good time hanging out uh, it's always fun hanging out with the Goldies crew that that's another one of the joints you're gonna be hearing and seeing a lot about this summer and and for a long time to come I have a feeling absolutely that, before we get to like the, the list of ones we want to hit um, Sunday morning we also yep. we, we wound up hitting uh, Panther City a second time as we did we did the interview and this time we were able to get um, some items that they were sold out of the day before, which was uh, the pork ribs and their poppers. And, yes, uh, it was. It was a really good pork rib. Um, a, a little bit, a little bit of sweetness, but not a sweet rib by any stretch. Um, a nice, thick, meaty spare rib, which, as you probably know, is our favorite. And the their jalapeno, or yes, their jalapeno poppers, which are done a little differently than what a lot of people commonly think about as a jalapeno popper. It's slivered jalapeno with cream cheese a pork belly burnt end and wrapped in bacon so what more could you ask for yep, so it was really good we got to enjoy some more barbecue we got to sit down and chat with them for an episode that you'll be hearing soon and then we made it over to a place that it's a it's a an old place an old face in a new place i guess yeah you know um one of our biggest surprises uh, pleasant surprises on the top 50 uh, trail we did back in 2017 was Flores Barbecue and Michael Wyant and crew um, and he's recently moving or moved to the Fort Worth area he's currently working out of a food truck until he can get the brick and mortar situated um, and we've really missed it because we haven't had a chance to eat it in, in several months and we keep talking about it because again a lot of times things are around expectations but also quality and it was just it was a place that we've been really really jones in to get back out to and, and it did not disappoint and flores is serving some of the best barbecue in texas right now and they're they blend the tex-mex barbecue influence as well as any joint in texas right now they've got your standard brisket ribs etc but 
the carnitas that Mike is doing out there are just one of my one of the best bites I've had in a long time of barbecue. Yeah, what what we love is when people take a, a traditional meat or a traditional dish and put their own unique spin on it um, in a way that transforms the meat into an entirely different item, and that, that's what he did. I mean, um, carnitas to me have been kind of grisly and. I've had good carnitas, but they've had a particular taste and a flavor to them. And his version were, were is a completely different dish. Yeah, it was it was excellent. I remember we had them for the first time at uh, Pints in the Park last year, and it was one of our favorite things there. And it was basically the same experience on this trip. And then of course we we couldn't go to Flores and not get the banana pudding. Yeah, so talking about the banana pudding and, and what he does there was the same thing that we experienced um, back when we first went there out in Whitney, Texas. It's it's a fluffy, light, airy banana pudding. Um, it it stands on its own. It's you know to some people that like the it's not a pudding style. Um, it, it's very very light and airy, and it's just great, really great. Yeah, so Flores is still as good as it was when it was in Whitney. Uh, it's just in a in a different area now. And it's, it's a really neat un- upcoming area of Fort Worth um, with different shops. And I, I think that's going to be a really nice area over the next few years as they continue to build and develop. And it's they're going they're lucky to have Flores there, I can yeah, say it's that. It's in a giant, a giant park. There's another restaurant. Um, there's, a, there's a Mellow Johnny's uh, bike shop. And then they had, uh, the latest telling you, the flyer said over 70 miles of trails directly you can ride right out of. So... You can spend a day out there, enjoy the the outdoors, and get some great barbecue too. Yeah, going out there. And that that pretty much wraps up the places we got on this trip. Um, we're heading back to our Houston home base now, but it was more than a successful trip. It was a necessary trip for us, um, and it only scratched the surface of what we need to eat in Fort Worth and the Dallas area there's still a lot of places that we just didn't have the time to get to this time that we absolutely want to try to get to and we're going to try to as soon as we feasibly can yeah i mean there's there's some that have just opened um that we just haven't been to yet uh, but just kind of run through some of those um i mean obviously we, you know you mentioned goldie's earlier uh, smiley's which is uh, brendan brendan lamb. lamb and he's in ponder texas which i believe is a little north of dallas Yep. Uh, we've got um, a, a few others. There's uh, Bricks Barbecues. There's Hurtado, Seven Acres. Um, back more on the the west or the sorry the east side smoke sessions. Uh, did you get Joe Risky? I can't remember. If you yeah, Ris- uh, I don't know if I did, but yes, absolutely. Joe yes. Risky's is on there. Um, just I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It, it it's odd. It's particularly Fort Worth more so, but. In that general area, there's there's so much barbecue right. that's opening well, up. And talking with people while we were there, I mean, I think there's there is reason there you know there are reasons for that. Part of it being rent costs, lease costs, property values. It, it may be a little easier for a small business owner to open in Fort Worth right now than downtown Dallas or even in Dallas proper. Yeah, and it's it's um, just it, what we really like seeing is little pockets, you know, like like Zavala's in Grand Prairie. Uh, some of the smaller sub, uh, the suburbs and cities, you know, it's it's a big area. It's you know just like Houston, and trying to get from one to the other is is an effort of futility sometimes before they close out. But it is it's um, it's really growing, and I mean the scene is just on fire. Um, all of the pitmasters seem to be friendly and talking to each other. So the whole scene 
uh, out there is just it's it's amazing and uh, we'll get back as soon as we can but if there's a place you know of that we didn't mention um, you know we, we certainly know the places that have been around and we're not knocking those um, you know but we have been to them and we'll try to hit some of those again uh, you know not knocking Heim or Pecan Lodge or Lockhart Smokehouse or Hutchins by any means I was just out at Hutchins um, a week ago so not knocking those but just some of these new places that we haven't been to um, if you have a place you want to recommend just holler at us yeah no we, we would love to hear it. it it's again it's a little bit more of a drive for us and, and it's very hard we try not to do these overnight trips as much, much as possible because number one our families don't really want us gone overnight eating barbecue we don't really want to be gone overnight eating barbecue if we can help it but Dallas Fort Worth is a far enough drive away where it's it's pretty difficult for us to have a full day of eating barbecue around those areas and still drive back at the end of the day so and getting to all of them before they sell out is nearly impossible <laughs> right and that's why it takes multiple days and yeah um, but we'll get back out um, oh, yeah. as soon as we can and maybe we can do we can hook up with some of you guys that are listening to us and gals um, over a few beers and kind of chat about barbecue always a good time yeah, no, uh, again, thanks to our interview guests uh, that you'll be hearing. Uh, we got Todd David, Chris, and Ernie from Panther City, Joe, Drew, Kristen, Kristen the yep. holes of all his crew. Um, just we had a great time out there with those guys. Todd David, Misty David, just w- wonderful, wonderful operation they've got going on there with it's such an expan- expansive menu of really good food. Of course, the Goldies crew, uh, we've you know, we've been buddies with Dylan for a long time, and it's it's great to see the growth that's happening at that with that crew of you know high school friends that are now opening up their own barbecue place. So it's gonna be interesting to see what all these places develop into and how their menus evolve in the coming weeks, months, years. So keep listening. Uh, do us a favor. Go rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening to. Uh, look for us out this summer. We've got a, a big giveaway that we've been working up. Um, rather than doing one big giant giveaway, we're going to have a big bag of swag, and we'll talk some more about that. It's been building up quite large. If you're a barbecue restaurant and you'd like to participate, please reach out to us. Um, yep. We're collecting material for that, and, and thanks to many that already have provided that. Yes, uh, can't can't thank you guys enough. We, we love every opportunity we can to, to give back to people who have taken the time to listen to our show, and people that are enthusiastic about barbecue and are out eating it and seeking it out the same ways that we are. We, we love every opportunity we get to kind of share that passion. There you go. Well, we beat Fort Worth like a pinata, and we got the barbecue reward out of it. We'll be coming back. Uh, stay tuned for some of the interviews from that area, and uh, we'll see you out on the barbecue trail.